Lajanti. And I'm Mark Zazati. And this is Passport Necessary, a podcast dedicated to growing up as a TCK and how it's affecting us now that we are adults. And today's episode is called, Is It Spring Yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because question everybody asks. <laughs> I feel like there comes a point in the wintertime around like March-ish where you're like, is it the end? Have we yeah. come to the end of winter yet? Have we gotten to spring yet? And the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> it is not officially spring yet. Um, actually, for this year, uh, in the Northern Hemisphere, spring officially starts March 20th and will end June 20th. So the spring equinox falls on March 20th. It is the day okay. where spring is officially sprung. <laughs> there was that stupid joke sorry it's completely stupid but there was like a, a little poem that somebody once had it says the spring is sprung the grass is riz i wonder where the birdies is <laughs> it's like some terrible thing i got told as a child it stuck with me forever oh man i know that there's one saying that's always around when spring comes about where it's april showers bring may flowers um ah. I don't know where that comes from because <laughs> at least in like northern US where I am on the east coast it's like mm-hmm. winter like we get snow into April. That makes sense. I, it's it's funny cuz different places have different things cuz we had that had that episode on Setsuban didn't we where they, in Japan they kind of consider set, the spring starting slightly earlier because of the well I suppose where they are in the world. And it's mm-hmm. interesting like in different places how it starts because uh, in Japan obviously it depends I mean this year I can't remember when Satsuman was this year was it the 3rd February? It is earlier uh, in the year. Wait, I can look. I had that information down. Um but Satsuman definitely was earlier this year whereas mm. um February 2nd. Oh wow, very early. Yeah, very early this year. Um yeah. And then, like, officially March in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, sorry, officially spring in the Northern Hemisphere is March 20th. So it's, like, mm-hmm. a whole month, almost a month and a half later. Yeah, that's, that's kind of interesting. I, I, yeah, it's, it's interesting, like, different how different cultures will perceive it, because, I mean... In Britain, the thing is the things that you notice when you sort of like going there's there's a there's sort of spring on the horizon. One of mm-hmm. the ones that you kind of notice the first thing that happens is there's in Britain there's this little flower that appears, and it's I suppose it's got this kind of it's kind of like a tulip. It looks like that, but its head points towards the ground, and it's called a snowdrop. And oh. they started to they start to appear, and so this year the first ones I kind of noticed sort of have started appearing end of January. So that's sort of an unusual one. Oh, wow. Uh, as a flower, it's one of the few ones that does this, but it appears very, very early in the year. And uh, one of my relatives put up something on Facebook going, taking a photograph going, he's like, oh my God, spring's coming. This is like, it's still January, but yeah, these we got count. We got time. <laughs> yeah. We've got so much time. <laughs> that's always but the thing that's... Go ahead. Sorry, it's just one of those things that you just got... I think particularly sort of into the middle of February and end of February, everyone's going, oh, can we just... Can it just warm up, please? Can, can we just stop having the rain and the, and the ice and the wind? Jesus, can we just stop it, please? <laughs> I always Sorry. find it so funny here in Buffalo um, mm. because every year winter is so much longer than people think it's going to be. They're always mm-hmm. like, oh, like soon winter is going to be done. And they say that in March. And it's like, yo, we got another month. Like we're mm. definitely going to have snow in April. Um, we've had yeah. snow all the way into the beginning of May. 
So like, I love when people are like, oh, spring is getting close. It's going to be so warm and nice. And it's like, we got a while. Like, you know yeah. this. You live through it every year, especially people from Buffalo who have been here their whole lives. And then they're mm. shocked that it's still winter. I'm like, <laughs> you've lived here. You know what this is like. I'm not from here. And I know to expect another couple months of winter. Like, just calm down. I know it's exciting. And the snow mm. is going to melt at some point. But it's not right now. <laughs> No, it's never when you want it, is it? It's, <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things. It's funny because I think in Japan the thing is, is I remember sort of like you sort of like get into March time and mm-hmm. you're kind of going, right, this is sort of, this is like getting better. And, and mm-hmm. the weather would get considerably better. It would be quite a bit warmer as far as I remember. Uh, my memory could be a bit, thing, a bit less good than it used to be because it's been a while since I've actually had a springtime in Japan. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that in Britain, you kind of expect things to sort of like really start picking up in April. April is sort of like you kind of go, right. This, and in, in Britain, it doesn't snow that much because we have like the Gulf Stream, which comes up from sort of like, um, well, I think from around Mexico and then comes up towards Britain and keeps the country warm. That's why Britain has such mild winters, because the Gulf Stream keeps the country warm because it brings all this stuff, warm water with it and things like that. So winters in Britain generally are very mild. You're kind of like looking at it and talking in Celsius. So you're talking... Normally things sort of sit around 5 degrees C to 10 degrees C. That's kind of most of the time, as far as I'm aware of my, in my experience. It does drop lower at times. I mean, at the moment, at the time of recording, we've had what they call Beast from the East 2, which is basically weather moving in from Siberia oh. um, and Russia. Uh, that happened in 2018 and it's happened again this year. But, I mean, honestly, uh, certainly I remember the one in 2018 was worse. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more snow, but this time it's kind of like there was snow, but it wasn't that bad for York anyway. But like you kind of in Britain would expect this sort of thing to sort of like really sort of finish up at about mid to late March. You're kind of like thinking, yeah, things are getting better now. It's going to be a bit warmer. And that's when things like daffodils and things like that appear. It's like, you know, famous from Wordsworth. can't remember how it went. Wandered lonely as a cloud over hills and valleys or something like that. I just can't remember how it went, but it's all about daffodils. Um, uh, and people in Britain, I think they actually deliberately plant daffodils along the roads. So you'll see like miles after mile after of That's a lot of daffodils. Oh yeah, it is. It's, I mean, they're, they're considered like one of their special flowers. So pe- people love daffodils. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose because it is like a really, this is the first sort of real spring flower that you see. It um, gives you a bit of hope, especially when you yeah. have longer winters. I like, mm-hmm. I can understand when you are in like, Canada or Russia or like Northern Europe where it's cold and their winters are so long that Mm. the moment you get something that gives you the hope of, hey, winter might be ending. Oh my gosh, (laughs) I can understand how you would hold on tight to that. You'd be like, please, please, please. Spring is almost here. We're (laughs) going to get out of it soon. Like I can completely understand how those little symbols and signs of warmer weather approaching Mm really yeah. gets you excited yeah i mean it's just also that kind of like also how the air seems to change it feels a little less less crisp i suppose there's all that sort of things like there's like you, you kind of like tune into sort of like slightly different things it's how the earth smells how everything feels mm-hmm. changes it's kind of i don't know whether it's just sort of like you make it up in your head because you want to see it but you you kind of get a sense that things are changing not just because the things that you can see but also how the air feels and oh it definitely changes yeah it totally changes the weather completely but you can feel it even in the moisture like the moisture of the air is completely different um 
But I think it's interesting how in every culture there is some sort of festival that brings mm-hmm. in spring. So like we've mentioned before, like Hanami is mm. one of the many festivals. I mean, Setsubun is the official spring festival, yes. but Hanami is also one of those spring type festivals because you're celebrating flowers. You're literally celebrating yes. the blossoming of a specific type of flower, which is the cherry blossom. Mm. So that is a, a type of spring festival. And then another one, mm. I when I was doing like some very basic research, another one that comes up is Holi, uh, which is mm-hmm. a spring festival. It's also a festival of color and of love. And it is oh. a festival that celebrates the triumph of good over evil, which oh. I can see how people would find that so important because mm-hmm. spring being a time of growth, fertility, the earth is mm. um, growing again, could see that as a symbol of good versus yes. evil, like winter where things are it's not death, but it's the earth is going quiet for a little bit. And this yeah. festival, Holi, um, comes from a Hindu. It's a Hindu religious festival. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I actually remember celebrating Hindu. Uh, sorry. I remember. I didn't celebrate Hindu. I remember <laughs> celebrating Holi uh, mm-hmm. once when the first, the only year that I was living in um, Yokohama. And mm-hmm. we had a couple families on our little compound where we lived on who mm-hmm. were uh, Indian families. And I remember we like went out and I saw them like holding like just powders of color and they were throwing oh, right, it yeah. at each other. And my brother and I were so excited. We were like, what are you guys doing? And they were like, go put on some white clothes and then come out and join us. We're like, okay, yeah, cool, whatever. Like, that sounds great. So we started playing and it was just you kind of had to get wet so that it would stick to you. Um, And it's cold. Like that was cold water (laughs) we got into, but we like got doused in water and then we had just packets of color in our hands that we would throw at each other. And I remember it like permanently stained one of my bras for like, I could never get rid of it. Like I just always had color on it. And my mom was so mad at me. She was like, why didn't you wear like a sports bra that you don't care about? I was like, I don't know. I just ran outside and played with my friends. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like 12 years old. <laughs> um, Nobody's going to see it. No one's going to see this bra. Trust me. <laughs> like it's fine. Um, but I remember it being so much fun. I, I mm. don't, I don't remember like the context, why we were necessarily doing it. Cause I was very, I wasn't in touch with that and I didn't Mm -hmm. remember asking my friends about it, but I remember them saying like, we're celebrating holy. Like this is a very special time Mm -hmm. for us and this is part of it. We celebrate color. And I remember thinking, what a great idea. (laughs) Like that's awesome. (laughs) I love that. Um, So yeah, I, I, that's one of the few memories I, the only memory I have of ever celebrating and being part of um, a celebration of holy. Okay, that's interesting. Because I I don't know anything about Hinduism at all. It's like it, very little. I mean, very little. So it's, but I suppose because of the kind of thing that it is, it's more obvious what the festival is about. I suppose like is in 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 Europe because of the Christianity and stuff like that. They get kind of got rid of a lot of those festivals or kind of what's the word adopted or co-opted them to mm-hmm. to, to fit in within within sort of a religious setting. So things 
particularly Easter and Lent and all that sort of stuff, I suppose, kind of fit into a end of winter, beginning of spring type sort of festival mm-hmm. and into that sort of idea of how the world works. I mean, it, it does fit into that. Um, so, you know, obviously, as we were talking about last week, we're allowed to refer to last week, aren't we? Yes, um, <laughs> we can refer to last week. <laughs> yeah, so like, you know, Mardi Gras and uh, Pancake Day and all that sort of stuff are all things that would be uh, associated to an extent with spring and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's it, it all fits into that. It's it's just interesting to, to... I mean, don't the Japanese, do they have a, a national holiday on the March equinox? I think they do. They do it for the autumn one, definitely. So I assume that they do it for, for the um, spring one. I would guess so. I'm not 100% sure. Um, no. I was I was actually just looking a little bit further into Holi because it was mm-hmm. interesting to me. And so what's really cool about it is that the specific thing I was referring to is called Rangwa- Rangwali Holi, um, mm-hmm. the, fest- the free-for-all festival of color. And so the idea is that you smear each other and drench each other in color. So you get wet and then you use um, powdered color or actual like paint and you cover other people with this color and anyone can have this happen to them. A friend, stranger, rich, poor, anyone participates in holy and you can involve anyone in holy. So it really is like a, a big group celebration. And the idea is that you, you play and you, you know, it, it's, it kind of involves everyone everywhere and they mm-hmm. sing and dance and it's a big, a celebration. Like it's supposed to be very fun. There's gossip, food and drink. Like it's supposed to be highly celebrative, which I, I, I love this. I know I'm still thinking about it with, as a concept, um, but that makes sense to me now where my friends involved us in it, even though we weren't part of it, we didn't know what we were necessarily getting involved in but the idea that anyone can participate in it and everyone is supposed to participate in it because you know it's kind of a fair game yeah that makes sense that they would be like you come and join us even though you have no idea what this is like (laughs) you're going to be a part of this now because anyone can be involved i i really like that that inclusivity where it's like you you are part of it automatically because it is a special day. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Though, is it, a lot of these festivals have that kind of attitude, don't they? They're, they're, they're collaborative. They're, they are um, uh, inclusive because, I mean, it makes sense that a festival would be or a special day like that would be because why would you try and shunt people out unless there was some sort of thing about the festival that was, I don't know, exclusive? I mean, Or reinforcing, yeah, reinforcing like group dynamics yes yeah like yeah i mean there are some things i suppose that do exist that are a bit like that but i mean they're rare generally speaking and it also makes sense within spring the idea of you know life is coming back into the earth things are growing um animals are going to be giving birth soon like it's a big Mm -hmm. time of like there's growth and health and happiness so it would make sense that you would want to involve as many people as possible Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I like I like spring. I think the for me, I actually don't mind winter that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, 
it's not as like, oh my God, I can't wait for it. Like a lot of people here have that uh, feeling of like, oh my gosh, I just can't wait until it's spring. I think mm-hmm. for me, the only reason I always am hesitant with spring is that it means that summer's coming next and I am right. not really a big fan of summer. <laughs> I don't like the heat. I don't like feeling right, sweaty yeah. and gross and that's just like, mm-hmm. that is the summer to me. It's just, ugh. It feels yes, so it's gross. A, it's, like, it's a warning of things to come. Exactly. No, it's like switch it off. <laughs> exactly. That was, I think, one of the reasons I liked living in Guatemala so much mm-hmm. is that in Ciudad de Guatemala, which is such a high altitude city, like it, it's in the mountains, you're really mm-hmm. far up. And so because of that, the weather there is very mild. Um, it's, it, I remember being told by my mom, it was like an eternal spring. Like Mm. there was always plants growing. It was a very fertile area. And because of all the volcanic activity, it also meant that that made the land very fertile too. Yes. So it was a place where like, it never really got cold Mm -hmm. in Guatemala and, it never really got super, super hot either. It was always this uh, kind yeah. of mild spring-like temperature all the time throughout the year. And I loved okay. that. I, I was a huge fan. <laughs> I was like, this is great. If it could be like this all the time, I would be very happy. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice, wouldn't it? It's <sighs> like, because certainly like, the thing is, is uh, I suppose in Japan, the springs, like it tended to be quite pleasant it would get warmish mm. but not too warm i mean it would get warm to the point where you're gonna go yeah it's all like i can't maybe like you know i can't remember if it actually got to about 20 degrees but it must have done i think it probably did on some days through sort of march april time you're looking at temperatures rising to about that as far as i can remember mm-hmm. and i suppose the thing in japan the difference between japan and britain particularly is that in britain obviously the further north you go the longer the nights become so in britain you kind of like sitting there around christmas time it'll be dark at four in the afternoon and it doesn't get light until about eight half eight in the morning and it's just like it's miserable in the winter in britain because of because of that long period of darkness so the thing is that specifically as the days get longer in spring it feels really good and the thing is is that springs in britain are, britain is generally speaking very mild into it's a very temperate sort of place so the thing is is that as it gets warmer april is always i always use well well, this year I'm not going to bother, but I mean, I would normally book off time in April because that's going to be, the weather's going to be all right. It's not going to be too warm. It's not going to be too cold. It's probably not going to rain that much. It's going to be all right, generally speaking, in April, sort of towards the end time. And that's a really nice time to have that sort of thing. And there are other things in Britain that sort of turn up, but famous things like bluebells and all that sort of stuff. Bluebells. Uh, yes. I love about the going name. Into the bluebell wood. Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's a real thing that happens in Britain that you I, I don't see it that often because it's not going to happen in the middle of the city. But I mean, if you go out into the countryside a bit and you go to a place, bluebells like sort of not really thick forest, but sort of like sort of they're like woodland, but it can't be too dense. And you will get like carpets of bluebells. Um, and one of those things as a child, I used to see pictures of that and think, oh, I'd like to see that one day. And I never saw it. And then one day I did, and I was like, oh, it really does happen. It's not just made up. It's, not <laughs> it's just... a real thing. It's real. And it's more common than I thought it was, actually. It does happen in, in quite a lot of places. I'm not sure why bluebells do that, but they do. And they all come up at the same time, so you do have, like, huge carpets of bluebells. Um, I know that you... one, one of the things that's really big um, also for the spring is tulips. Oh, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, I know a lot of people get really excited for tulips in the springtime. Mm. Like if you look at any um, spring imagery here in the States, I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's in other countries as well, but I know that in the States when spring starts coming around and you see like things that are marketed specifically Mm -hmm. as spring or Easter as well, it will always have tulips on it. Like there's always like some sort of tulip. There's usually a daffodil. Um, but yeah, like Mm -hmm. that was something where I remember when I came back to the States, I remembered thinking like, what is it with all the tulips? (laughs) Like they're pretty (laughs) flowers. Don't get me wrong. I mean, for, there was a whole period of time in the Netherlands where they literally used tulips as a form of currency. Because it created a huge bubble. Yeah. It was very strange. Um, but I I remember thinking like, yeah, they're really pretty flowers, but like, what is the obsession with the tulips? Like, I don't get it. But I think it's just because they they really start popping up around spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And here in Buffalo, once it is the right weather for tulips to start growing, they're everywhere. Like people yeah. must hire gardeners so that they can get tulips in the ground because they get oh, so yeah, excited by the thought of tulips. <laughs> It's, yeah, I wonder what it is because different cultures will diff, do different things. I, I can't, I can't think of specific thing. I mean, obviously in Japan, it's always going to be the, the cherry blossoms and all that sort of stuff. That's an important one that you see. Oh um, man, I love the cherry blossoms. They're so yeah. pretty. They always make me excited. I know that was something that when I lived in D.C. for one year, that because there were um, trees that were given to the U.S. as a gift. Um, from Japan, uh, there yeah. are like real cherry blossoms that are from Japan that mm-hmm. um, grow there. And there's like a modified version of Hanami that happens in DC. And I remember okay. when we would walk around seeing them during the springtime and thinking, oh, it's so lovely. I now remembered another reason why I'm not crazy about spring is because <laughs> when I was living in DC, I found out that I had a really bad allergy to dandelions. And they grow oh, no. <laughs> everywhere in D.C. Like, it had never been a problem for me. They, I never really uh, encountered them when I was living in Louisiana. Didn't really encounter them when I was in South Korea. Didn't encounter them when I was in Guatemala. But when I moved to D.C. and it was the springtime, they were freaking everywhere. <laughs> and I, I'd never had headaches like that before in my life. Mm. And it was just like months of both my dad and I just being incapacitated. My dad was so much worse because he has far more allergies to Mm. nature, just like trees in general. So Mm. it it just like totally wiped him out for that year. But I remember for me, when it was spring, I was just like, why is this so bad? Like, why am I just constantly miserable and having headaches? And when we found out that it was because of dandelions, I was like, well, that explains everything because they're everywhere here. <laughs> like you literally, you would just walk down the street and they're, they would just, they're weeds. So they're everywhere. Yes. Yeah. And then kids, because they're awful, um, would take dandelions <laughs> and they would, the when they're puffy, they would take them and they would blow them in my face because I thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kids can be cruel. Yeah, kids are so wonderful. Don't you want yeah. kids? They're the best. No, I don't like them. They're awful. I'm joking. I actually do enjoy children, yeah. just not my own. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any. <laughs> There's a reason. No. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I don't 
mind spring, but I don't think I'm crazy about it like a mm. lot of people seem to be. I'm I'm a fall girl. I love the oh, fall. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm a big fan of fall and winter. I'm yeah. a bigger girl. I don't like being in warmer weather. I like being in like <laughs> anything that's like flannel, sweaters, so I can feel comfy and like mm-hmm. bundled up. I like having tea and I feel like when you start having warm weather, it makes me not want to have those warm comfy drinks anymore and it's at a point where i'm like i just want to have my warm comfy drinks (laughs) (laughs) that kind of makes sense i suppose the thing is is yeah because i think in japan i can't i can't remember when it starts but they have that huge pollen season don't they because they've got Mm -hmm. i think what happened was it's like they planted a lot of pine trees because they wanted to be able to use the wood which makes sense but they never got around to using it all or something like that so they have huge pine forests i think that's how it happened that that release or obviously they're all going to release their their their, um pollen at the same time so there's a huge hay fever season which is based around the pine trees whereas i think in britain the problem is is it's the grasses that will do it because obviously you've got meadows and stuff like that and things like that so the things that you're just gonna it just the grasses just all have their pollen out at the same time Mm -hmm. and then that's what the problem is i don't think it i don't think it tends to be the trees as much in britain as it tends to be things like grasses and stuff like that does it really cause the problem does it rain a lot in the UK during the spring? Uh, I or is it more to, summer? I tend to see sort of like between sort of like mid-April until end of June, middle of July it tends to be all right. It doesn't tend to be that bad. And then once you sort of like get halfway through July and then into August, it just starts raining. <laughs> so all the, yeah, I mean, like all the really hot days tend to be sort of like slightly further forward in the year and then mm-hmm. it starts really just raining a lot in august and stuff like that the past few years it hasn't happened so much but i mean it's the nice times are sort of between sort of mid-april and into i was June. just curious because the few times that i went to visit england have always been mm. during the like spring summer months and every yeah. time i went to visit england before i went everyone would be like oh it's gonna be rainy it's gonna be cloudy it's gonna be gloomy <laughs> and every time i went to the uk i think for the total amount I went, there was one day where it just rained the whole time. Right. And I was like, well, I'm here anyway, so I'm just going to go out. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I'm, I have a few days in the UK. I'm going to go where I want to go. But, yeah, exactly. but yeah, I was just curious because I remember going and everyone was like, it's going to rain the whole time. And I was like, it didn't. It was beautiful. Like, it was sunny the whole time. I got sunburned. Like, <laughs> I was not pleasant. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think the thing is, is the winters tend to be a bit miserable is it? because it, when it rains it's dark it's cold and then it's mm-hmm. just like it, it feels worse and then I think in the summer months the frustration is I think the sort of bad weather sort of like happens sort of when people actually go for the summer holidays right sadly mm-hmm. uh, so you know because the school holidays in Britain are six weeks long I can't remember when they start and end because I don't have children either so it's not important to me um, but that's the thing is you have the six week holidays in the summer and it does tend to fall it's mid-July through August and then back in mm-hmm. September, generally speaking. So that's when the more unpleasant weather happens anyway. August is not really a particularly fun month. Yeah. Uh, I remember it, in Paris during the spring, it being kind of... I remember it being kind of gloomy, mm-hmm. um, but the weather would be definitely nicer. It wouldn't be as cold. 
Um, mm-hmm. That's why I always like think about if I were to have, like, if Jay and I were to go back to France, which I do want to do again one day. Yes. Um, I always think I'm like, oh, if we go, I want to go in the like mid end of spring. Um, because yeah. then there's not as many tourists, mm-hmm. it's not too hot yet, and mm-hmm. it's still, like, there's still things to do. It's not like in the winter where yes. a lot of stuff gets more limited because it's cold and people don't want to go out as much, so there's less yeah. activities. That's the one thing I do like when I see spring starting up is it mm-hmm. means more activities are going to start happening, especially here in Buffalo. Like, during oh, the yeah. winter, there like, there's a huge reduction. I mean outside of COVID times. <laughs> um, sure. Definitely once summer and sp- once the spring starts to happen, you see like more events, more like readings, art, poetry, outdoor mm-hmm. events mm-hmm. start happening. And that's when the city really comes alive. And it's yeah. so nice to see because there's there's a lot of the city that people forget about during the winter. And then mm-hmm. when the spring and summer comes around, you're like, oh, right, I forgot they do this. Why Why yes. is it only now? And it's like, well, because no one wants to go outside. Everyone wants oh, yeah. to stay indoors and drink. So there's yeah. nothing happening. Um, but as opposed to if you've got like, much harsher weather in the winter, like much more snow and things like that, it makes more th- things more difficult. Oh, yeah. In, in Britain, it doesn't like... Well, it's not as bad as people make out. You do have some like flurries of snow and stuff. But the reason that everything stops when the snow comes is because British people are just not really equipped for it. And they don't right. really need to be. You're not going to really sort of spend thousands and thousands of pounds on getting like the snow plows and everything like that if it's only going to be like well it's going to disrupt us for two or three days and you go we're going to spend what twenty thousand pounds to sort out something that happens over three days it's like nah screw it yeah there's no point but no if if you didn't do that here in buffalo the system would shut down (laughs) (laughs) because we get so much snow like we've already had like probably i would say two major snowstorms um in this winter um where Mm -hmm. it was like it snowed for multiple days in a row and there was a visible accumulation um even in the city where like it's a weird thing where like buffalo the way it's set up is that we're we're on the lake erie and that when it snows the winds kind of part around the city so Mm -hmm. the south of buffalo gets hit really badly with snow and then Mm -hmm. the north of buffalo gets hit really badly with snow but the city of buffalo itself kind of escapes a lot of it um, okay, yeah, that makes so sense. we'll still get snow, but it will never be as bad as what the north and the south of Buffalo get. And they get hit like with feet. Right. Okay. That's, that's inter- that makes sense though. That, that does, that's really interesting. Yeah. That's probably why that they're so desperate for spring to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just one of those things is that we're talking about it. I've been talking about it with a, with a couple of people and I've had a chance to speak to them over the current British lockdown. Um, mm-hmm. But it was things like we're talking about York and things like that, because like there's been like areas around York tends to seem to get snow more heavily than York does. And my hypothesis is, I'm not sure, but I think that York is actually closer to sea level than most of the towns and cities around it, so it doesn't get as bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's why it doesn't get such bad snow, because everybody around us is going, "Oh my God, there's been lots of snow. It's settled. It's done this. It's done that." And going, it hasn't happened here. And I just assume that it's because York is slightly lower down, so it's not as cold, because uh, he hasn't had that bad of a time and york generally speaking doesn't get that bad of a time so but when spring comes around you are looking at things in york things like you know first one is the uh it's the snowdrops, and then you're looking for daffodils which come a couple of months well a month or so later 
and then you're looking for the bluebells which come about a month after that and by that time all the leaves are on the trees and all that sort of stuff so it's one of those interesting ones actually it's just like you've got those three flowers we're looking for each and every one and then by the time it comes around to it we know that we're in the summer it's here we got this yeah. <laughs> we've done it <laughs> we made it to spring another yes. year has been vanquished <laughs> um yeah well this has been fun i like yeah. talking about this stuff um so thank you so much everyone for joining us uh today uh this was really lovely talking to marcus about spring mm -hmm. um if you have any questions comments uh you want to leave us a review please feel free to do so. We absolutely love to see it. And if you want to reach out to us, we do have a Twitter. Um, you can reach out to mm -hmm. us. It's at Passport, N-E-C-E-S-S-1. -E so feel free to, uh, you know, write to us, leave us a message, whatever it may be. We're always happy to see that. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Right. Bye. <laughs>